Hey, chiropractors and marketers. We are ready for another modern chiropractic marketing show with Dr. Kevin Christie, where we discuss the latest in marketing strategies, content marketing, direct response marketing, and business development with some of the leading experts in the industry. All right. Welcome to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show. This is your host, Dr. Kevin Christie. And today I'm going to be sharing with you the second video interview that I've done for the Virtual Marketing Summit. This one is going to be with Nicole Cowley of Cairo Social Tech. And she really breaks down a lot of good information on the different social media platforms that you should consider using for your marketing. Now, we discussed this, her and I, and you don't need to be on all of them. If you can, great. If you can have a presence on there, awesome. But don't feel like you have to spend all of your time on it. But I do highly encourage you to have at least one platform you're dominating and then try to be on multiple platforms. I know for myself, I do very well with Facebook. I've added Instagram, which has been helpful for me. Obviously, I do a little bit with Twitter with the modern desk jockey and the Twitter has actually got a little revival, I think, within the chiropractic profession. We're going to discuss that a little bit. And then there's you know LinkedIn, there's things like that. I have a good LinkedIn profile. But there's a lot of different platforms, and we go over them, some of the best practices of each in this video. On this video, there is a screen share tutorial that Nicole goes through. You're obviously going to have to follow that, you know, hearing it. But I really encourage you to register for the free virtual marketing summit, and you'll be able to actually watch the video as she goes through the tutorial. And it's really beneficial, and she goes through a lot of good tips and just uh, best practices for setting up, whether it's your Facebook business page and, you know, obviously some of the other Instagram. And so just check that out. Listen to this podcast. It's going to be, it's a really good episode. I learned a lot uh, myself just uh, talking to her again. Uh, She was on this podcast uh, previously, so I recommend listening to that one as well. And if you are listening to this one on Thursday morning of the the release of it on you know March 8th, then this is the first morning that we are opening up the registration for the free virtual marketing summit. And uh, the best URL for that that's easy to remember is uh, bit.ly, like B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash virtual marketing summit. So that way you can remember it easily. So that is just uh, in case you're wondering from a marketing standpoint, if you're trying to do things on Twitter or you're trying to shorten down uh, URLs that are easier to copy and paste or to remember, Bitly is a great service and it's free. And that's bit.ly. And then from there, you can make up your own URL. And then when someone clicks on that bit.ly link, it actually takes them to the real URL. So just a little marketing tip there since I've uh, been using this myself. So again, register for the free virtual marketing summit. That's bit.ly forward slash virtual marketing summit. And I will have that in the show notes. The launch of that is going to be Thursday, March 22nd through Saturday, March 24th. We've got 12 video interviews with screen shares and and really tried to make it to where I asked more pointed questions and got a lot of good, valuable information from them to where if you watched all 12, you could really take some notes during that and you can essentially build a marketing strategy for your practice. That's the goal of this virtual marketing summit is for you to take home enough to really develop a great comprehensive approach. 
and uh, and uh, and learn from the experts. And again, this is a free mar- marketing summit. Uh, there is a a, a small uh, upgrade you can do if you want to have lifetime access to these videos and a bunch of the bonuses uh, that come with it. But if you watch them during the day that they are released, it's it's free, so you can register for that and uh, hopefully learn a lot of things. So that's the the end of this little intro and a little bit of the promo of the virtual marketing summit. I'm excited for it and check out that URL, register for it, and you'll make sure that you get reminders uh, for that. So, all right, without uh, further ado, here is my video interview that is now turned audio interview with Nicole Cowley. All right, welcome to the uh, Virtual Marketing Summit. Today, I've got Nicole Cowley. She is one of our social media experts working with many chiropractors throughout the country and probably even international. We'll have to ask that when we discuss some of the different tools and tactics that she has. She's been on the podcast, brought a lot of great information. She's got her own shows that she'll talk about, really doing a lot of great things. And I wanted to have her on this summit to be kind of the social media expert for chiropractors. And we're really going to dive into the different platforms, how you can utilize it. Maybe it's not your strength or maybe it could be. A lot of different things we're going to discuss to get you a blueprint for your social media to really try to help your business and grow your, your practice. So uh, before we dive into some of the details of social media, tell us a little bit about yourself, both uh, personally and professionally. Yeah, well, hello. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you so much for putting this together. How great is this, this virtual summit? I hope that, I don't know where I'm going to fall in the videos, but I hope you're getting an amazing amount of information. Uh, Nicole Cowley, I am the founder and creator of the Ultimate Chiropractic Social Media Strategy Vault, which is like a giant, too much to say. So you'll hear me short term it down to the vault. But my background Long story short is my aunt and uncle are both chiropractors, and I moved from the big city of Indianapolis up to northern Indiana when I met my husband. He is a high school basketball coach, so he kind of dictated where we lived. Not a lot of jobs up here, overqualified or underqualified. I went to my aunt, and honestly, I approached her. They do, in addition to chiropractic in our office in a very local small town in northern Indiana, they have full nutrition, full rehab, a lot of things going on. And so I wanted to get my hands in some of that. And Abacare was a big thing at the time in my area. And I was like, you know, maybe I could push your nutrition, like Advocare style. Let me come work with you on this. And my aunt knew my background being a technology recruiter down in Indianapolis and said, you know, I think I might have something actually a little better and more fitting for you and aligned me with Vitalogics, which is a chiropractic EHR software. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing that for just about three and a half years. And I use social media heavily to get leads, gain connections, learn more about chiropractors. And in that, just my love. It's really a passion and love for technology. And in that, I just started answering all these questions. And I became this like online resource for just all kinds of questions around how doctors can utilize these tools to get their message out there in their local communities. And that turned into people asking me, you know, how much for me to do their social media, which, you know, I wasn't even there yet. And that was about two years ago. And so over the past two years, I've really honed in with my aunt's offices here locally. We've tested a lot of strategies. We've really figured out, you know, kind of what works and definitely what doesn't work. And we summed that all up into this strategy vault that I now deliver and a boot camp series. And that's been a lot of fun because 
I've been able to take groups of doctors through the same parts of it together mm-hmm. and to see them grow, to see the mastermind, the collaboration come in, you know, and just to see what they're doing in their local communities. Cause we get to see it all through social media. That's the fun part of all this and connected to all of it has been amazing. That sounds great. You know, as a, as a chiropractor and someone that really tries to learn as much as I can with marketing, I think, I, I think there's a benefit of being a chiropractor and also understanding marketing from that angle. But what I know, and most of the chiropractors that I know that do dabble into marketing, we struggle with a lot of the marketing side of things. We understand the profession. We understand how patients act. We understand how to grow a business and stuff like that. But it does take sometimes someone that really is an expert in the in the marketing and social media and the other types of platforms that are out there, whether it's a, an SEO specialist or you know content marketing, things like that to really tie it in. And you obviously had a situation where you've been able to kind of beta test everything you've done with your family's practice there. And so that really helps give you um, some really good experience on both ends of it. Yep, absolutely. Perfect, perfect. So I want to challenge you here. There's a lot of chiropractors out there, whether they're young and just starting or they are seasoned veterans and they're, they know chiropractic, they know the practice, but they really don't want to dive into social media. They really struggle with it. They just overall, they're, they're kind of in the weeds when it comes to that. So if you were starting out with that young doctor or that seasoned veteran trying to develop a, a marketing strategy for them, what would be kind of an outline of social media that you would you know, start them with and then try to ultimately have them as a, as a, an approach for their marketing? Yeah, that's a great question. And really it, it goes way back to the beginning of just understand marketing in general. So the first thing I like to do is help them to understand social media and the opportunity at hand. The interesting part is you see these big brands like these giant big brands get really excited about social media because it gives them the ability to humanize their brand. So to have this personality and to start to connect one-on-one on this one-on-one level. But then sometimes we see small businesses have that opportunity of already being a human because they're shaking hands, they're seeing their patients every single day. They already have that relationship. So on their social media, they feel like they have to have this big professional imagery or this overwhelmingly professionally done video when ultimately it's really just about extending what you're doing in your office to your social media profiles. So many times, you know, I like to start with what do you do to mark your office now, right? How are you currently getting your new patients? What campaigns have you tested and tried? What waters, you know, have you went in in the routes of as far as advertising, whether that be, you know, through ads, through local, if any, but it's really about understanding social media and marketing in general being more about just getting new patients or being less about just getting new patients and being more about building this community Mm -hmm. um, around your brand and becoming a thought leader and an expert and the person in your community that people are going to think of when these certain topics just come to their mind naturally. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And that's something I've always talked about where it just really puts you know, fuel on the fire of your ability to get your message out, get your education out to community, get your expertise and awareness out. And if you do it effectively, it's, it's just amazing what it can do. It doesn't negate the fact that, yeah, you should probably go out and meet people and network as well, but it really, 
is giving small businesses a, a leg up and really giving them the ability to educate the community. And potentially, we don't know this yet, but potentially, you know, there's always been this number thrown around within chiropractic that only 11% of the population treats chiropractors and stuff. But maybe through uh, really effective marketing through social media by large groups of chiropractors throughout the country, throughout the world, maybe we can increase that number, right? That's one thing where people are like, oh, well, if everybody's in my community is doing Facebook ads, then I'm not going to really compete with that. But it could, you know, if a lot of chiropractors are doing effective educational marketing through those vehicles, maybe it gets the overall awareness out and everybody benefits from that. Yes, absolutely. And that's where I'm reading the book right now, actually called Hatching Twitter, phenomenal book. If anybody is a social media, just like you really love it, read that book. It's insane, the founder's story. But anyways, in it, the main founder, one of the things that he talks about as they're going through how they're going to create Twitter and some of the bigger picture, you know, where it's going to go is he says, you know, I don't want this to be something that's driven by big corporations and big business. We have that. They have a voice. This platform's unique ability is that it gives everybody a platform to have a voice. And so one thing that I've always loved about social media is if you take the idea of musicians, you know, a musician used to have to create this tape. So they would have to have this production to create this tape. And then they would have to get to, you know, wherever it is, Atlanta, LA, Nashville, you know, whatever their niche may be, and have to go door to door and face all that rejection. And now they can just put a video up on YouTube and be found. And so it's that exact same analogy when my aunt, she's 30 years in practice. So I remember when I was younger, her talking about, I want to have a local commercial. To have a local commercial, you would have to have this big production crew, have this big yeah. set, it, all this work, all this time, all this money. And then you don't even get direct analytics and data to know exactly, you know, once you're, that commercial is producing driven, what it did for you. So social media is just, to me, it's just so exciting what it does for local businesses, small businesses to medium size to, as we talked about before, humanizing the big brands. We've seen a way for people to connect now with personalities and athletes and celebrities like they never have. No, definitely. And I'm excited. You're going to do in a few minutes, a a screen share, and you're going to break down some success stories on the different um, aspects there. But I do want to ask you a question before that, because I know you and I, we differ a little bit with the Twitter thing, but I'm Mm -hmm. very open. I'm very open to learning because I have a Twitter account How can a chiropractor effectively utilize Twitter and their community for marketing? Yeah, so here's what's really interesting is I I do think Twitter is having a resurrection, if you will. Uh, Mitch and my husband just a minute ago, he is high school basketball coach and teacher. So he has claimed that, not claimed this, he has told me this. And then also, I'm in a group of girls, a network of women, and many of them are teachers, and they've said this as well. There's a Twitter initiative right now coming down in public schools nationwide from the admin to the principals, to the athletic directors, to the coaches, to the students, to the parents. And they are highly encouraged. They're being incredibly encouraged. The principal, like my husband's principal of this Royal Center 1A school, like small, small school in Indiana, are all over Twitter. 
So I think it's because schools are trying to utilize social media. Mm -hmm. And if you think about it, Facebook's too private, right? So they can't ask students to have public profiles. Mm -hmm. And Instagram is just too limited being just images. And we obviously know Snapchat schools schools aren't going to heavily encourage Snapchat. That's also too private. So Twitter seems to be the given place where they can go and deliver information and build this community, support this community around their teachers and their students and their athletes. So young athletes, parents, schools, I mean, is that not like a main target for where we would like to see our local communities really grasping onto chiropractic care? So I think Twitter has a huge opportunity. Uh, you know, it's funny because I had mentioned we disagreed on it. We It was just in the closed Facebook group and um, someone had wanted to do everything and I kind of left out Twitter. But then shortly after that, I was listening to a podcast uh, and I forget which podcast it was, but it was a guy that's pro Twitter and small business and communities. And he was talking about the search function of Twitter mm-hmm. and how you could utilize that in your marketing where he was using a pizza place as an example of you could search pizza in your community, whatever. And anybody that said something like, yeah, I really wish I had a pizza now or just something along that lines, Mm -hmm. he would actually tweet like a free coupon, like a coupon for a free pizza or something, you know, like he just was doing that. And it was amazing. The search function ability of Twitter. And I'm assuming a chiropractor could use that as well. Yes, absolutely. They absolutely can. And that's what I utilize it for. I work with some companies. And so now what's really cool as well as with Crowdfire, you can follow related hashtags to your business. And so they just come up in a feed just for me and I can easily go through and communicate with those. So yeah, I'm a huge, huge fan. I think Twitter's having a resurrection. I'm going to show you a bonus. I'm going to show you a good Twitter profile. You need need to spearhead the chiropractic and Twitter movement. I am. That is going to be my next move. I'm going to jump on it. (laughs) All right. So what is your, for chiropractors, I hate to pick favorites, but what is your favorite platform for chiropractors? Actually, my two favorite, honestly, are going to be Instagram and Twitter. I think Instagram and Twitter have the two biggest local communities. Now, I say those because I wouldn't consider YouTube necessarily a social media profile, but I think YouTube is highly important because it connects to Google and that really boosts your local SEO results. And a big benefit of social media, that's part of social media's goal, is just to boost your local organic SEO results. So three, I guess. That's perfect. I'm starting to switch my behavior. I've done well on Facebook. It's just probably because I've been there the longest mm-hmm. and I spent a lot of time developing that and nurturing it. But I, I've done well with Facebook in a different way than just Facebook ads. Facebook ads helps with my content marketing, but it, it's not the big part of it. It's just being active in some groups that I'm in, like local triathlon groups and mm-hmm. just those communities that I've built locally. So it's a little bit different than the typical you know, lead generation Facebook ad that we, we see a lot of. So uh, I'm with you on that. All right. What would you tell, uh, before we get into the screen share, but what would you tell the chiropractor that just is afraid of social media, doesn't want to get on it, you know, doesn't have the time, whatever it may be, what would you tell them? So maybe some workarounds around that or just some motivation, whatever it may be. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm guessing it's not you if you're on this virtual summit, but it might be, or you might know someone that is, or you could be working under a doctor that is. And so I think I hear that most common, honestly, from doctors that are about 20 plus years in practice. And that's because 20 years ago, this didn't exist. 
right? So they had to build their own practice using other methods. And then when these tools started coming around, they were just personal tools. You know, Facebook was not a business tool when it first came out back in 2004. Um, so once you're 10 to 15 years in and you've built a local business, you're usually pretty set unless you do something to really mess that up, right? I mean, your referrals are going to continue to build your practice. So it's really interesting what I'm hearing now from, I've heard this from both chiropractors, many chiropractors, I'm uh, doing a private group with the Professional Baseball Chiropractic Society. And so a lot of these chiropractors, you know, they're like, I have tons of referrals. I have a busy practice. I've been good. I haven't done social media, but now either I've hired an associate or I opened a second office or I'm getting ready to retire and I want to leave something for the next person and getting new patients isn't the same as it was before. So now all of a sudden they're seeing this need because this is the way of marketing in 2018. I heard this on a podcast and I wrote this down because I want to share this. I just thought this was beautiful. I heard this on a podcast yesterday that I was listening to, and it was basically the same question that was brought about. So over half of your patients spend half of their day, at least half of their day, on their phones. If you aren't there, somebody is going to be there. And so she said, not even thinking in necessary a competition mindset, because I don't think like that. And that's what she said. You know, I don't think in a competition mindset, like, oh, somebody's going to steal my clients. But just to think in the fact of somebody's going to be there educating them. And why wouldn't you want that to be you educating your patients, giving them information, giving them the tools to refer you again, way beyond just building new patients. Maybe it's nurturing your current patients and giving them the ability to utilize more of your services or to refer more of their friends and family. So um, I think really it's about just, here's one more. My best friend owns a bridal store and she's had this bridal store for over 20 years in a very prominent area in Indianapolis been rated, you know, best in the city so many years. And she never understood social media. She thought I was kind of silly for a little bit. Uh Six months ago, she contacts me and she says, I I need help. She goes, our numbers are just dropping. We just looked at the books over the last two years. Our numbers have consistently dropped over time. And it's because there's a bridal store on every single corner and all of them are all over Instagram. And so she's losing all of her foot traffic to the competition because she didn't adapt. Yeah, and that's a big part of it. And I've talked to a lot of chiropractors. Some of the the seasoned veterans are struggling with that because a lot of these younger chiropractors are coming into the community and doing that same thing that you just mentioned. Mm-hmm. They're all over the social media and they're developing such a following, almost like a some are developing a celebrity status in their community. And that's hard to compete with. So my thing is, is understand that if, you know, if you are an, um, a veteran doctor, you've been around for a while, or you just, maybe you've been out for five years, but you're just not doing a social media thing. Either way, some things you really got to consider is, is that. Another thing that you really want to consider, if you've been around for a while and you've established a practice, there's a good chance that you have a little more revenue coming in, a little more profits than maybe the younger doc that you can use to, to, to actually um, outsource this for your practice. So mm-hmm. uh, I listened to a, a, a really good podcast called um, The Joy of Procrastination. It's with Dan Sullivan of Strategic Coach and Dean Jackson, who's a, a, a top marketer. He made his initial fame of marketing with the real estate industry, but they talked about a little saying that they use now, and it's, it's who, not how. And so if it's basically saying like, 
who can do this for me, not how can I do it. I'm utilizing that filter in a lot of things in my business now that do not fall within my unique ability. But if it's something I really think is going to be beneficial for my business, then I'm going to ask myself, who can do this for me instead of how to do it? Maybe when I was 27 years old and a couple of years out, I had to ask, how can I do this? And I still kind of have that, that default in my brain is to figure out how to do it first. But it's really is who can do this for you. And, and then the last little thing before I let you go into the screen share is that you mentioned it again, you touched on it. If you've, if you're looking for an exit strategy, if your practice is busy, but it's based off you and your personality and your hard work, then that is not a scalable business. And that's frankly, not a very sellable business. So even if you're thriving and you're getting plenty of referrals and you're doing well, consider having a really solid marketing platform, social media based to where you can build that scalability and sellability of your practice. And now it's a real business, not dependent on you, it's dependent on marketing and systems. So that's just kind of wanted to encapsulate that a little bit because you, you touched on those and I just have a lot of chiropractors that express some of those concerns. No, absolutely. Go over what you're going to show us and then we'll let you take over. Awesome. So we're going to do this and we're going to do this fairly quickly, but what I really wanted to highlight for my screen share was he had asked the question, you know, how to get started. And I went into this big picture, which I know isn't what you want to hear, right? You need to know your audience, you need to do your internal marketing and make it external onto your website. So I really want to get actionable. Like if you want to get started on social media, the first thing you're going to want to do is buy up your online real estate and it's free. So I use the term buy up, but they're all free. So what do you mean by that? first is just like when you used to have a yellow page listing and that was a listing where you could be found in a directory in your local area all of these social media platforms are in essence they're you know, core, a directory listing for your business. So I have the main ones here that I recommend are going to be Facebook, YouTube, and we're going to come back to these, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. So Pinterest is a may or may not depend upon your network, but I'll talk about Pinterest just in a minute. But Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram, having all of those for your business account and then priming all of them, which is what we are going to talk about a little bit more in depth, is at least at the core going to give you the ability to be discovered on these profiles or at least when people are searching for you and they see that you're there, they see you exist and are relevant. In a person's mind now, the interesting thing is, is if they can't find a Facebook page for you or they can't find you online, they think maybe that you don't exist or that you're not accepting new patients, you're not in business, like all of these things come with your presence of being here. But so having a Facebook page, so it's one thing just to have a page. I want to talk about a couple key things on your Facebook page that you can actually do to prime your page. So number one, across the board, this is going to be for all the platforms is going to be your images. Mm -hmm. So on most of them, well, on all of them, you get a profile image and on most of them, you get a header image. So you really want to consider strong images for your profile and for your header quality images. I know, Dr. Christie, you're a huge fan of Fiverr. If you get images like you have someone come in and do professional, you know, headshots of you, your team, and your office, you could take those images and send those off to Fiverr and they can create something like this for you at a very low rate. So definitely consider having high quality images that stand out, really make people stop. And then the second thing is going to be consistency and congruency. So you're building a brand. 
So whether it's your logo, it's your image, whatever it is, you want the images to be consistent across all of your profiles. So that doesn't mean that this image needs to be your profile image on all of these, but it does mean that it should be similar or a version of. So I just did um, a photo shoot to update all of my images. And so my profile image across the board is a different shot of me in the same outfit. So the same green dress, people are going to remember that. They're going to brand that. So that's a nice thing with branding now is your brand, like your logo, you'll see this a lot of times, especially on social media. Logos can have two to three colors, right? Mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Or logos can have kind of two to three versions. So oh, think yeah. about that. Think about your image being a version of. Okay, so I also want to get into a couple other things here. So what's really cool is we're going to go to the right here first. This is brand new. So you may see like a little plus sign, which means you can add an image here. But when you click on this, this is basically like a landing page inside of Facebook. So this is kind of like a landing page, but it tells your story. Um, you can add an image here. You can add a title. And then here, this is very robust. So you can actually click in here. It looks like I can't change it. Um, but you can click in here and it'll add images. Yeah. Um, you can add links in here. You can make this pretty long and detailed. Um, so this could be like a welcome to our page, like an actual, you know, blog with images from your doctor or your staff. That's really, really cool there. Perfect. Um, over here to the left, this is another thing a lot of clinics um, don't know that you can do, but you can reorder these tabs. Oh. The reason this is important is because this is how your feed is delivered to people when they go to your page. So I always have reviews at the top. We want to highlight our reviews first. Mm -hmm. Videos, photos, perfect. One that he doesn't have filled out here, but um, highly recommend is services. Okay. I will put services between your photos and your post. Once you get to the post, it kind of is just then a feed of your post. Yeah. So if you have events, if you have anything else, I will put all of those up here above this post. Okay. So when you scroll, as you see here, we get to reviews yeah. and then we get to his videos and then we get to photos and then we get to posts. Okay. So mm -hmm. you are in control of that. And to do that, you're just going to go to settings and then you're going to go to edit page. And I'll just show you how to do this really quick. And this will be your task item number one after your images, obviously. Yeah. So if we go to edit page here from settings, you can just drag and drop these. Oh, okay. Cool. Really easy to do. Uh, and I don't want to change this around. <laughs> now, so those are some few things on Facebook. Those are just some key things. The yep. last thing I'll give you as a tip is to make sure you always use the pen post feature. So make it something relevant. If you have an okay. event coming up, if you have an offer going on, if you have a great testimonial video or an awesome review, repurpose your reviews and testimonials. Um, anything that's relevant to what's going on right now, or this could just be like your YouTube welcome video or your, you should put that video in Facebook. You should upload that video to Facebook, but like your welcome office tour like video. Can mm -hmm. right there. Okay. Perfect. Okay. Let's quickly jump over um, to Instagram or to, I'm sorry, YouTube next because mm -hmm. YouTube is one that really, really, if you build out properly, you can get a lot of powerful SEO. So I have Dr. Kalkstein, who I believe is in the modern marketing group. Um, yep. mm -hmm. and He's going to be one of the summit speakers as well. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, good. And so I want to say more on, if you want to hear more from myself and Dr. Kalkstein, we did do a podcast together. So you can get his YouTube 
secrets if you just search, you know, both of our names and podcasts, mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll come up. But images, again, here, very important. See, this is a very, very professionally done uh, image that I'm sure they did in something like Fiverr. You have your, this is also, this shows that they're local. When are they open? How to call us? We accept insurance. So it's very speaking to the information that your patients or your prospective patients would be looking for. Um, Links out to your website. And all of this can be done when you go in to edit your channel. It's pretty easy and it guides you kind of through it, but that's what we're all here for. So reach out in the group if you have any questions on this. A strong name is 40,000 subscribers. Yeah. The profile to use as an example. Um, but one to show you here, you can choose which videos will come up if somebody is a returning subscriber mm-hmm. versus which video comes up first if somebody is a new visitor to your page. So again, that welcome video or office tour video, that's what you want to come up first if they're a new visitor to your page. And then under here, you want to make sure that you're creating playlists. So you can see some of his playlists, you know, new patient journey versus dry needling versus more patient series versus hip pain. So people could go specifically to the information that they're looking for and get more information and create a very, very clean look inside your YouTube channel as well. Um, last thing in here I want to touch on is your description. A lot of times I see this blank or very vague. Make sure you have a nice full detailed description and make sure again, you're always talking about your locality and mentioning your locality. So it connects that local Google SEO. And then down here, you'll have all of your links. So especially your website, make sure you have your website linked in there so they can connect with you further. Great. Um, now I didn't actually notice this, notice this till afterwards, but all the profiles that I chose, I do have a podcast with. So that wasn't like something I did on purpose, but Dr. Jason Worrell and I actually did our podcast on Snapchat, but he has a very powerful Twitter and Snapchat account and he is in LA. So he's in a unique area where he gets a lot of celebrity influence. And yep. so that they're on Twitter and Snapchat. That's where they are. So again, strong images. They tell exactly what he does. It stands out to you. Again, you see, this is what we mean by consistency and congruency. Same, you know, type of image, but slightly different. Um, over here, going straight to what you do. So strong uh, description. And then he's pushing people to a Snapchat. So you always kind of want to have some sort of call to action, attend our event, here's our offer, check us out, um, learn more about us, lead to your bio page, something of that nature. And then um, he has his active health TV, which is where he leads people to, so that educates them further. I see a lot of people utilizing Twitter and Instagram links to push people to their YouTube channel. So you can play with this. You can definitely play with things. So that's a strong Twitter. And last thing here, you can use a pen tweet, same concept as the pinned Facebook post. But if you're not like in managing Twitter all the time, that's okay. You don't have to be in here every day. Hopefully you should be scheduling out and automating tweets to it every day, but you can pin a tweet. So people know like, this is what's most relevant. Again, think events, offers, campaign, strong YouTube videos, something in that nature. Join my email list, you know, give them something, you know, do you want 10 of our favorite, quickest, healthiest recipes? Click here. If they click there, that sends them to your website. By sending them to your website, if you have them pixeled, that means you can run, you know, those returning ads to them, kind of follow them around on the internet type of thing. And then also if they capture your recipes, you're going to get their email address. 
So those are ways to turn this activity into actual traction, engagement, and ideally, you know, a new patient in your office or on your calendar. Perfect. Um, last one we'll go through is, is, oh, no, we saw Pinterest. I'm sorry. Next, we'll go through Instagram. And I think you just did a podcast with Dr. Chris Collins too, didn't you? Correct. Yes. Awesome. Yes. So uh, Dr. Christopher Collins is just killing it with Instagram, the neck doc. You'll see here he has over 75,000 followers. Um, what he really does is he searches. He uses the search up here. Uh, Instagram is really a mobile only app, so you're limited in what you can do here. You yeah. can follow hashtags now on Instagram. So follow all your local hashtags, follow your local communities, and then follow their followers. That's you know that's a top secret of how to start to get out there and build a strong local network on Instagram. But on Instagram, um, really considering again, it's an images platform. So considering the images that you post to your profile as being consistent and staying here and being in this nine image format. So these nine images are kind of cleanly shown on a mobile, which is where everybody's viewing your Instagram. So to prime your Instagram, you're connecting it to your business page. You're getting, again, a strong description here that's maybe just utilizing one or two emojis in a clever professional way. He links, see this here, he links to his Facebook. And that kind of interesting, they're, they're linking to where they want to uh, build their community, where they want you to go where their community and their content is predominantly shared. Can I ask a question on that real quick? Mm -hmm. We're just thinking about it. Would you potentially recommend maybe linking from rented land like a Instagram or Twitter or Facebook to an mm -hmm. owned property, like say your website? I do. So I link a lot to my website. That's generally where I'm pushing people, mm. but this is becoming the more pushed idea is to push people where you are going to serve them the most. And where I see a lot of people linking now is to Facebook groups. Facebook groups is still rented, but it's slightly owned. But yeah, you're exactly correct. But um, another thing with Instagram and Twitter, I do with my link, because you can only have one link on Instagram, I change it often. Okay. So if I'm going to, and here's actually another big bonus tip, Linktree is amazing. Because you can only have one link on Instagram, I use this link tree, which is free, and you can set up multiple links. Uh, so you can direct them, like, where do you want to go next? So for me, I have three businesses, Cairo Social Tech, Phytologics, Beauty Counter, or they can follow me on Facebook. For you as a clinic, you could say, you know, follow me on Facebook, get our new patient special, sign up here to get our 10 quick free recipes. And then your last one could be like, join our Facebook group or um, come to our next event that we have, right? So you can have two or three or four, but I love this and it's free. So that's really good. Free. Thank you. Good resource. Check that out. Yep. Instagram. So yeah, images really consider these nine images. I shared Instagram and this is even celebrity and influencers and big brands are doing this now. You'll see them share to Instagram less and less because they're sharing to their stories on a daily ongoing basis. And this is like becoming the best of the best. So really consider, you know, this nine grid to be related, to have a similar feel, to tell a story. I've seen where all like the nine images together create one image or one thing. But I would really think in campaigns of nine images than trying to think like, what do I need to share to my Instagram today? 
Perfect. It's what do I need to share to my story today? (laughs) (laughs) And then real quick, lastly, because I know that this is going a little longer than I planned it. This is great. Pinterest, I wanted to share actually the New York Chiropractic College. So Pinterest is a great opportunity to build community. You can create boards for your office, create a board for all things chiropractic, create a board for exercises you love, create a board for healthy recipes that you love, like create a board around, create boards around your chiropractic lifestyle because people do want to know like, how are you staying fit and healthy? What is your wellness routine look like? And the more that you can share that with them, the more they're going to become like raving fans. Like you said, these many celebrities in the community, it's because they're becoming influencers and they're becoming thought leaders in their um, field and, and, you know, in their field, people are like, how do I just live longer, live better, live more well, because it's a hot topic now. So I do think this is the best time for chiropractic. And I do agree with you that social media has a huge value in that, but Pinterest can be also a place where you can just get ideas and get inspiration and find things to, you know, just jog your mind as far as what you could create or what you could share. Um, the, in the New York Chiropractic College, I want to highlight them because, you know, when I searched chiropractic on Pinterest, I found so much from them. So I also want you to consider when people are out there searching, you are in control of what they find. So the more content that you share and that you deliver, the more times you're utilizing the chiropractic hashtag. This is another thing I created for a talk I have coming up here at one of the colleges. The chiropractic hashtag has a half a million shares. So by this time next year, can we make that a million, a million and a half, five million? Because, you know, this shows how relative we are. You know, when people search chiropractic and they see five million, they're like, everybody goes to the chiropractor. And they search chiropractic and they see a half a million, they're like, oh, you know. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So that in the fastest way. Oh, that was great. Thank you so much. All right. Is my overview. Thank you. Thank you so much for that information. Real quickly, what what are a couple of pitfalls that chiropractors should look out for with social media in general? Not necessarily one platform, but just in general. Yeah. So after sharing all the platforms, I want to share that a pitfall can be spending too much time or overwhelming yourself with happening to create content for all these platforms. So myth number one is that you have to post every single day. You don't. You, if you don't post today, the world doesn't end. So being very intentional with your posts and being intentional with your content is going to take you so much further than this. Oh my gosh, I need to get something to our Facebook page or when's the last time we posted to our Instagram. And I've seen this where doctors will almost like scold their staff. I actually saw a doctor scold his staff for not posting on Memorial day. And I was like, what does that matter? Right? So I think you can fall into some pitfalls of just doing it because you think you need to do it when really it's doing it because you get to do it. Like you get this opportunity to communicate with your patients. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And I, I've kind of realized that too. I create a lot of content in our practice, probably more than most. And I was kind of feeling like, all right, I'm creating all this content. Do I need to put it all, you know, this type of content on this platform, this one on that one. And I, and I realized also is like, I can actually even cut down on the content creation a little bit and we talked about this on our on the podcast I had you on before, but repurposing some of the content. Mm-hmm. So that's a key as well. Create content, but make sure you're repurposing it. 
Right. Because your people are going to follow you on the platform they love the most. And so they still want that information. So if you share something to your Facebook page and you didn't share it to your Twitter, those fans are going to miss it. And so as you start to grow your local following, so this is after you prime your profiles, the second biggest thing you can do is follow local, engage local, communicate local, check in at local restaurants, check in at local stores, um, recommend local service providers that you're utilizing and just be engaging. These are like free networking events, like 24 seven. It's the best opportunity in the world. Perfect. Thank you so much. That was a lot of great information. So the last question I have for you is um, if anybody's interested in reaching out, need some help with this, how can they get a hold of you? Yeah, definitely. So make it really easy. You can find me anywhere on social media at Purdue Nicole, like the college, P-U-R-D-U-E, N-I-C-O-L-E. And then you can also check me out, kairosocialtech.com is where we share all of our free information. You can check out the podcast show there. And then the boot camp series is opening up. We're going to do it August through December. And we're opening up actual like starting to get it rock and rolling in June and July. So you can jump on the wait list for that. I can't believe I'm saying that. I'm so excited. We have a wait list. Um, but yeah, join us. It's going to be great. If you really want to understand social media, get your team involved, and then really be able to outsource it and make it personal, make it related to your internal practice, get in the boot camp. Perfect. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your, your effort in this video. And definitely the, the screen share was very valuable and it was take-home information that they can apply. So thank you very much. Thank you, Dr. Christie. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Modern Chiropractic Marketing Show with Dr. Kevin Christie. Tune in next week for another episode that will enhance your marketing, business, and practice growth. Also, don't forget to subscribe to Dr. Christie's Modern Desk Jockey podcast and share with your desk-sitting patients. In the Modern Desk Jockey, Dr. Christie provides health and wellness best practices from some of the leading experts in the corporate wellness industry. Remember, chiropractic practice isn't easy but it shouldn't be overwhelming. Keep leveling up.